the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. God in His greatness and His glory and His majesty, He left all of that. He humbled Himself and He became a man. And He offered Himself as a sacrifice for our sins. And He died a humiliating death on the cross so that we might be saved. So that now all we have to do is believe on Him and confess with our mouth that He's Lord. We can have salvation. In today's message, Pastor Dan will share with you about salvation and the incredible sacrifices that Jesus made to be able to offer it to you. Jesus left his place in heaven to be born of a virgin. He grew and became a phenomenon to the local people, healing and sharing about his Father in heaven. He would later be mocked, beaten, and crucified on a cross. This humiliating death would be the start of salvation as we know it today. The gift of forgiveness, grace, and mercy is yours to reach out and take. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 11 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. city of Babel, and they built this tower, this kind of this monument to their greatness, right? They're going to make a name for themselves on the earth, you know, exhibiting their greatness on the earth. Now look at verse 5, and look at God's response. I love this. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. I, I hope you see the irony in this. Here they've built this great city. They've built this tower up to heaven. We've made a name for ourselves in this world. We've, we've shown our greatness. And God has to come down just to see it. Right? He's, he's got he's to descend. You know, and condescend down to see this great tower that they've built up to heaven. It's like me or you like looking at an ant on the ground. Like, what do you got down there? You know, let me see this thing that you've built. It just reminds us that we can't reach up to God, no matter how hard we try, and no matter what we do. We can never reach up. We can't, we can't climb high enough to get up to God. We, we, can't, we can't build something big enough or do things that are big enough. We can't earn our way to heaven. We, we can never be good enough to make it. We always come up short. You know, Isaiah 64, 6 says that our righteousness is like filthy rags to God. Not our unrighteousness, but our righteousness is like filthy rags to God. The absolute best that we can offer to God is like filthy rags to him. And the only way we can reach God is if God comes down to us. 
That's the only way is if God comes down to us. And that's exactly what God did in the person of Jesus Christ. God came down to us. He came down to our level. He, he condescended to us and he became a man in the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible says God was manifested in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us the reason that Jesus Christ came down from heaven to the earth and became a man was to take away our sins. First John chapter three, verse five says, and you know, he, Jesus, was manifested to take away our sins. This is why Jesus Christ came down to take away our sins. And the way that Jesus takes away our sins is through the cross. By dying on the cross for our sins in our place as our substitute. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And Jesus died for us in our place for our sins on the cross. And then he rose again from the dead on the third day. And through his death and resurrection, we have forgiveness, the forgiveness of our sins, and we have eternal life. Jesus came down from heaven so that he could take us up to heaven with him one day. And listen to what it says in Romans chapter 10. It says, but the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that, that we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. We don't have to ascend up to heaven. Praise the Lord for that. We, we don't have to try to reach up to him somehow through our works. He came down to us. And now salvation is as simple as believing in your heart and confessing in your mouth. Believing what? Believing that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, that he was buried, and that he was resurrected from the dead, and confessing it with your mouth. Confessing the Lord Jesus and believing in your heart. And salvation is as simple as faith in Christ's death and resurrection, and confession with your mouth, that he is your Lord. He's your master. God made salvation as accessible as possible for us. We don't have to work for it. You don't have to build anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You know, you, 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 can, you can get saved. You can have salvation. You can have your sins forgiven. Just, you know, just right where you're sitting. I mean, for me... I, I, I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ in my bedroom. Right next to my bed. Just got down on my knees, my wife and I together. And received Christ and received salvation. You can be anywhere. You don't have to do anything or work or build. or See, his desire is for us to be saved. He wants us to be saved. He wants to forgive our sins. That's why he came down. That's why he left heaven and came down to our level. 
Again, to use that illustration of an ant. I mean, it's like you becoming an ant. And dying for all the ants. So they can be saved. God and His greatness and His glory and His majesty. He left all of that. And He humbled Himself and He became a man. And He offered Himself as a sacrifice for our sins. And He died. A humiliating death on the cross so that we might be saved. So that now all we have to do is believe on Him. And confess with our mouth that He's Lord. And we can have salvation. Now verse 6 says, And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now that they're united, now that they're one, this is what they do with their unity. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Verse 7, Come, let us, we see the plurality of the Godhead here, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us go down. You know, I think, I think there's also some, uh, some satire here. Remember, man was saying, let us build a city. Now God, the Godhead is saying, let us go down. <laughs> and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. You know, unity is a good thing. And unity is, is virtuous, but not without God. And not without a godly standard governing that group that's unified. When you have a, a unified group that is ungodly, that's a dangerous thing. That is a dangerous thing. That's not the kind of unity you want. When you've got a group of people who are ungodly, and they don't have a godly standard governing what they're doing, that can be very dangerous. And we certainly have seen what can happen when you have godless people united together in a cause. We've seen that all throughout history. And God recognized that a unified, rebellious humanity had enormous potential to proliferate evil on the earth. And so God disrupted their plan. And he disrupted their plan by confusing their language and making it impossible for people to communicate. And so try to imagine this. They're, you know, they're in the middle of this big building project. They're building a city. They're building a tower. Everything's cooking along. And then all of a sudden, one day, they all speak different languages. They can't communicate anymore. <laughs> You know, all of the work stops. In verse 8, so the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city. So, so God's will was done, right? Man cannot stop God's plan. God wanted them to spread out over all the earth and fill the earth and God's will was done. Man could not stop that. And, and it's, you should note here, they ceased building the city. There's a, there's a warning in this for, for every country, every nation, every society that attempts to build a society and a civilization without God at the center and without God's standards governing that nation. 
it's not going to last. It's going to fail eventually. It's going to cease at some point that has been true throughout human history. It stops. It comes to an end. Therefore, its name is called Babel, which means confusion. Because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. And of course, today we have the word Babel, which means incoherent language, right? If a person is babbling, they're not making any sense. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. So from, from there, the nations are scattered over the face of the earth, just as God desired. Now, in closing, I want you to turn with me to a couple passages. Acts chapter 2 is the first place we're going to go. Acts chapter 2. Back in Genesis, God uh, confused their, their language so that they couldn't understand each other. And that was a, you know, it was, it was a judgment upon them. Because again, when you have godless people unified, that is a dangerous thing. Here in Acts chapter 2, Uh, we have Pentecost. And Pentecost is the reversal of Babel. In Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So this is Pentecost when God pours out His Holy Spirit upon the church, and the church is born. And here when the Holy Spirit is poured out, the disciples begin to speak with other tongues. And look at verse 5. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. Remember Genesis 10 and 11, we saw how we got all these nations under heaven. And now in Jerusalem, you've got people from every nation under heaven in the city. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and they were confused. Remember, they were confused at the Tower of Babel. Because God scrambled their language so they couldn't understand each other. Now the people are confused from all these different nations because everyone heard them speak in his own language. See, God reverses it now. Now the confusion comes because they understand what's being said. They hear people speaking in their own language. But what are they saying? Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak 
Galileans? And how is it that we hear each one in our own language in which we were born? And it lists the different nations here. Parthians and Medes, Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. By the way, when you go through that list of different people from different nations there, there are people from each of the three sons of Noah in that group. Shem, Ham, and Japheth all are represented here at Pentecost. Remember, all the different nations came from those three sons. You've got all three sons represented here. There are people from every nation on the earth is represented here, gathered here. And what are they hearing? They're hearing people speak in their own native tongue. But what are they speaking? Verse 11, they are speaking of the wonderful works of God. See, this is, this is what happens when God brings people together. And God unites people. He can unite people from different nations, different backgrounds, different tongues, different languages, different cultures. And God can bring them together. And, and the focus of their unity is not making a name great on the earth. It's not exalting man. The focus of their unity is on the wonderful works of God. Their, their unity is around God. And, and listen, God can do this in an instant. I mean, just in a moment, he pours out his spirit here and there's instant unity. Among all these different people who speak different languages. And they're all brought together around God. And worshiping him. This is why we're praying for revival in our nation. This is why we're asking God for another Pentecost. So that God would bring people together. Around him. And that people would be unified in Christ. And God can just do it. You know, we, we don't we don't need. You know, we don't need classes or anything like that or, or you know, no, like God can just pour out his spirit and bring instant unity like this. But what's 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 the focus of the unity? The focus of the unity is on God here. This is what brings them together. It's God. That's what they have in common now is God. The wonderful works of God now. Turn with me over to Revelation chapter 7. Revelation chapter 7. Verse, um, I'm in Revelation chapter 9. I looked at the verse and I thought, man, that does not make sense. Why did I write that verse down? It's Revelation chapter 7, not Revelation chapter 9. So now here in Revelation chapter 7, we get this picture in heaven and the throne of God in heaven. Revelation chapter 7 Verse 9, it says, And after these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues or languages, they were standing before the throne and before the Lamb, 
clothed with white robes and with palm branches in their hands and crying with a loud voice saying, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. And all the angels were there and they stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to God forever and ever. Amen. Do you see what happens in heaven? This picture of heaven? In heaven, you have around the throne of God a great multitude, which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, and they're standing before the throne and before the land, and they're worshiping him and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. I mentioned with Genesis chapter 11 that when you have unity where, uh, where, it's God, where God is not at the center of it and a godly standard is not governing that unity, that it doesn't last. It ceases. But when you have unity in Christ, that is, that is caused by the Holy Spirit bringing that unity. God creates a unity that lasts for all eternity. Do you understand the unity that we have through Jesus Christ? It's going to last forever. That one day we are going to be around the throne of God and around the throne of the Lamb and we're going to be worshiping Him. That we're going to be part of a great multitude which could not be numbered. We're going to be among the nations and tribes and peoples and tongues that are standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Because our unity is in Christ. And it's born of the Holy Spirit. Any other thing that unifies us will pass away. Well, you know, your political views, please don't tell me what they are. You know why? Because I don't care. Our, Our identity is in Christ first and foremost. And the identity that we have in Jesus Christ will last forever. And the unity that we share and enjoy in Jesus Christ that is born of the Holy Spirit will last forever and ever and ever and ever. And one day we will be there at the throne of God and before the throne of the land, standing before him together for no other reason other than the unity that we have in Christ. Because we are blood-bought children by God. That's the thing. Whatever other views you have and I have, it's all going to pass away. Anything else that might unite us, it's all going to pass away. Anything else we have in common, it's all going to pass away. It's what we have in Christ that is eternal. It's what we have in Christ that unites us from different nations and tribes and tongues and backgrounds and everything. It's, it's what we have in Christ that brings us together. Amen. 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton as he teaches verse by verse through the book of Genesis. This Old Testament book of history and the start of what God created teaches you much about God's plan for the future. We hope you'll continue to tune in for Pastor Dan's studies. If you ever have any questions about what you've heard or would like someone to pray with, would you give us a call? You can reach us by calling 410-491-4592. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. You can also fill out the prayer request form at calvaryec.com. Just click on the Connect tab to access it. We'd love to meet you in person, too. If you're in Columbia, Maryland, please join us this weekend for worship and studying Scripture together at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. There will be time to meet your brothers and sisters in Christ, too, and to spend time in prayer. We look forward to sharing this time of worship together with you. You'll find service times and directions at our website, calvaryec.com. While you're there, be sure to check out additional teachings from the Bible. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Once more, that's calvaryec.com. That's all we have time for today. There's much more to gain through this study through the book of Genesis. So be sure to join us next time on Ring of Truth. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.